Hi, my name is Jillian Coleman, and I am your host for Tinker Talks, a new podcast that touches on all things Tinker. Are you curious about what goes on inside the gates? For this episode of Tinker Talks, we are sitting down with 72nd Air Base Wing Commander Colonel Kenyon Bell and Command Chief Master Sergeant Melissa Erb to discuss the state of Tinker. But before we delve into some of those details, let's get to know our guests a little bit better. Um, so as the Commander and Command Chief, can you explain your role on this base and let our listeners know a little bit about you? Absolutely, absolutely. So I, as the Commander of the 72nd Air Base Wing, uh, I'm responsible for all of the normal upkeep for various activities that go on across the installation because I dub both as the commander of the 72nd Air Base Wing as well as the installation commander. So anywhere from construction that's going on on the installation, security at the gates, I mean, let's just be honest, sometimes I get quite a few phone calls about why there's so much traffic <laughs> at the gates. It's a very common question, uh, but security uh, to medical for both the active duty members, retirees, occupational health for civilians, and then the family activities as well, because we, within our mission support group, put on lots of activities across the base. So that's kind of the role that I play as commander. And then, of course, from a human standpoint, um, my family and I have been on the installation for about four and a half years now. It's a little uncommon, but have been in this role as, uh, as the commander of 72nd Air Base Wing for about a year and a half. Nice. Real cool. Nice. So I'm the Air Base Wings Enlisted Leader and advisor to Colonel Bell on all things enlisted, as well as uh, the morale and welfare and the professional development of our enlisted forces. And every once in a while, we put a little bit of uh, officer professional development in there as well. Always good to have that. Um, okay, so after being in the seat for about a year and a half, you said um, you've emphasized and prioritized the safety and security of the military, civilian, family members, and any and all visitors that come and go on Tinker Air Force Base. Um, so what are some of the key security measures that you encourage the installation to practice on a regular basis? Well, Julian, you hit the, note, the nail right on the head. I mean, there's no doubt that security is the primary. This is my top concern. Security for the installation as a whole, for the people, for the, all the resources that we have here. And it starts with access to the base. You know, one of the things that we want people to know is that when you come up to the gate, that this is just not your ordinary type of interaction. Uh, you've got to have your ID card ready. You've got to turn off your windshield wipers if it's raining. Uh, you've got to dim your lights at nighttime because you want to make this as sterile of an interaction as possible. The young defenders on the gate and the seasoned defenders on the gate, they've got to make friend or foe decisions within a split second. And so if you can turn down your music, get off your cell phones, hand the ID, and then come through the gate, it makes it a lot easier to get people on and off the gates, uh, on, on and off the installation. We understand that our gates are close, in close proximity to the downtown population in the streets. So when the traffic starts to back up, and if people are coming to the gate and they have any kind of extraordinary event that takes place, that just backs things up. On any given day, we're having numerous turnarounds. And anybody who's come up to the gate and have seen the defenders have to put out the stop sticks mm -hmm. to turn a vehicle mm -hmm. around, that takes a lot of time. So the security starts at the gate. But at the same time, once people are on the installation, we only have a set number of defenders. So we need people to say something if they see something. If something doesn't look right, you've got to pipe up, call the BDOC, the Base Defense Operations Center, and let somebody know. 
Right. Situational awareness is is huge. Absolutely. With security. Um, so, Chief Herb, things that something that a lot of people may not know about you is that you are a career defender. Your background is security forces. So, when you hung up your beret to become command chief of the 72nd Air Base Wing, your role changed. Um, but how does your background and your experience in security forces play to the priority of security within the installation and your training? So with my experience, it helps us build focus areas for the gates or in just in security in general, um, build strategies for the integrated defense and the defense in layers that we talk about in not just using security forces, but everyone as a sensor here on the installation. And then uh, based on any information that might come in and how we would react to that to continue to provide security to the base. Nice. Okay, Colonel Bell. Um, talking about the importance of the installation gate security, you can't miss. It's kind of becoming, I don't want to say a joke, but it's just something that you can't miss the construction that's going on in yeah. your Air Force Base. You know, we cover um, nearly 5,600 acres of land, and there's construction kind of all over the place. Right. Talk a little bit about how that is bettering Tinker as a whole and what the future uh, a sure, Air sure. Force base looks like. Well, you're being very kind. I mean, you can't go very far without seeing some type of yellow cone or some mound of dirt that is on Tinker. But the going moniker, in fact, I might just try to sell bumper stickers, construction is progress. And that's what we need people to understand. This base is 76 years old this year, and it has been a long, long time since we have been able to invest this amount of money and resources in the upkeep of the installation. Arnold Avenue is the main drag. And the construction that's going on on it should be complete by the end of this calendar year, 2018. And then we'll be back up and running without all the detours that happen to go around. But when you have infrastructure that is this old, both from roads as well as buildings, and it's somehow not had the amount of investment that we have probably needed over the course of time, we've got to infuse that type of investment back into our facilities. So the construction has to happen in order for us to be able to do the mission that we have. So construction is progress. I feel like uh, sometimes like a choir director right. because <laughs> I need everybody to understand right. that construction is, is progress. And the same thing is going on at our gates. We need to upgrade our gates from a security enhancement standpoint. So right now the GOT gate by the hospital is taken down. This is just one of many gates over about a three-year period that we're going to be upgrading our gates. And one will come down, and then another will come back up. And this one by the hospital should be up, again, around the middle of December. So it's going to be a, a very happy holiday period. Absolutely. Gates start opening back up and roads start opening back up. So on that same, that same train of thought with multi-phase military construction projects, we have two of the biggest happening concurrently, being the KC-46 campus that is underway and the new air traffic control tower. Yeah. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that and how that is going to add to the state of Oklahoma. Yeah, so you can see it from I-40. The landscape on Tinker is changing before your eyes. If you drive east and west on I-40, you can look across and the tower right now in its current fashion almost looks like a transformer as it's starting to grow up. You can see the metal structure pretty soon, the skin will go around it. But that air traffic control tower is going to replace a 1970s, vintage 1970s, <laughs> air traffic control tower. Much needed uh, for our, our, control, um, our air traffic controllers who are in there. It's just too cramped up there. Um, 
at the time that that tower was built in the 1970s, it does not meet the current day life safety requirements. So we need to do that. And then with two crossing runways, only one that we have um, in Oklahoma and the only 24 seven uh, airfield and military airfield in Oklahoma, it's necessary that we do that upgrade. So that, that tower is gonna come up probably around the May timeframe, uh, just before our air show on the 1st and 2nd of uh, How June. Fitting. Yes. And then the other construction that's taking place is the KC-46A Milcon, and that military construction is taking place because the KC-46 is our newest Air Force acquisition. It's going to replace the 60-plus-year-old KC-135 area refueling, and uh, and so we need we have been designated as the location Tinker Air Force Base within the Air Logistics Complex um, has been designated as that place to do the maintenance repair and overhaul for it. So all that construction over there that's going on is going to be so that we can do the necessary things to make air refueling possible for our Air Force. And that's huge because anyone, any distinguished visitor, anyone that comes on base, that is a key point that they see. They always want to see um, yes. the overlook to the KC-46 campus. And it is important because it doesn't just impact Tinker. It impacts not only the state of Oklahoma, but the entire Air Force. Absolutely. I mean, in fact, uh, Department of Defense, because, you know, our refueling, our refuelers refuel every aircraft that has the opportunity to. Right. The KC-46 comes with even more capabilities than the 135 did. And what is this uh, anticipated to bring in job-wise? We, should we expect growth in numbers? Should we expect an economic boost? Yes. So Tinker overall will increase by about 1,300 jobs as a part of the quality jobs program uh, with the state of Oklahoma. So that's in itself is going to be a, an economic boost. We already stand at $4 billion, a $4 billion economic impact for the state. And so when you bring in a new mission like that, it's only going to make it go up. We've talked about the importance that, the, the importance of the progress with our infrastructures on base, but it goes beyond that um, and not wanting to remain complacent with ourselves, our airmen, our workforce. So Chief Herb, do you have some initiatives that the Air Base Wing is really driving to better our airmen and to really push that next generation of leaders in the right direction? Absolutely, we've done a lot of things. Actually, um, just recently, we have uh, put our first civilian through ALS as, uh, as we in, in embrace the big A airmen involving our civilians, which is uh, a crucial part of our team in day-to-day -day life. Um, we are developing the policy to continue that. The first civilian was a test phase and it was, uh, came back with great feedback, so we will continue that in the near future. Uh, one of the other things that we have put together here is an intrusive leadership uh, symposium that we have done twice thus far. We just completed the second one last week with great feedback. And so um, the audience that we're getting after there is the brand new supervisors who have recently graduated from Airman Leadership School but actually uh, are looking or are hungry for more um, ways to get to know their airmen. And so we are providing that through some um, very real ground talk dialogue with the supervisors, as well as uh, one of the things that spawned from that is our brown bag luncheons. And uh, the book that we are going through right now is Crucial Conversations. We just finished one today. And then the next one will be on the 11th of December at 11 o'clock in our junior enlisted rec center. One of the other things that we have put together is uh, called Let's Connect. It's uh, women empowering women. So I wish I would have had the opportunity to have more female NCOs guide me 
uh, as, a, as a young defender. Um, there weren't a lot of female NCOs that I could look up to or ask the tough questions to, and so that's what we are trying to do as the female senior NCOs that we've put together. It's just an informal uh, opportunity to come have a dinner provided by the senior NCOs here on Team Tinker, and we just have some open conversations about what it takes to balance career, being a mother, sometimes a single mother, and then having children um, and, and finding the balance and all of that. And when I get that figured out, I'll let you know. <laughs> and then last but not least, we've been able to secure uh, Mr. Eric Thomas, who is coming in as a motivational speaker. So mark your calendars for the 7th of December at 0900, and the location is yet to be determined, but I hope to see everyone there. That's awesome. That's huge. Um, we'll be sure to, to push that out as soon as we get it. I think it's important to really stress mentorship and encourage that because it's easy to just talk about mentorship and when you're in, in search of a mentor, that's a lot easier I think than when you are a mentor looking for a mentee. It's easier to kind of be out of sight, out of mind and forget that giving back is, is so crucial. Okay, so we've really, we've, we've talked about a lot, we've talked about how big Tinker is, um, but what makes up Tinker? So it's not just the airbase wing that, that is on Tinker Air Force Base, there's various missions, there's a lot of working parts, so the airbase wing, as the airbase wing commander, you are the mayor, as we like to say, <laughs> um, of everyone, but what does that really mean? How are you supporting all of the various units that are on this installation. Sure, sure. So uh, across Tinker, we're about, I say 30,000 strong, just kind of keep it a, wrong, a, a round number, when you talk about all the people that live, work, and play. So these are the DOD civilians, the military members, the contractors, as well as dependents who live on the installation. So that brings us up to about a 30,000 strong installation. And that's comprised of lots of different mission sets. We've got the headquarters for the Air Force Sustainment Center. That's a three-star headquarters. We've got six different wings. So we already talked about the air base wing and what we do to support everybody, but you've got the air logistics complex. That's a 10,000 person organization that does all the heavy, heavy um, maintenance on aircraft and, and parts and so forth. And it's much larger than that. I can't go into great detail in the right. short period of time that we have. We've got the 552 air control wing, you know, a one of a kind mission uh, for, our, for our nation. We've got the, uh, the Navy, Strategic Communications Wing One, TACMO. You know, I mean, and they they're here on the installation. A lot of people don't realize that we've got Navy here in Oklahoma, the air portion of mm -hmm. the Navy. Mm -hmm. They're here on the installation, supporting our the number one mission that the DoD talks about, which is strategic nuclear deterrence. We've got a supply chain management wing, led it, led by uh, a civilian uh, wing director, and the 507th Air Refueling Wing, a reserve wing. Uh, here on the base, flying the KC-135. And then a host of other people that I affectionately call the alphabet soups, the <laughs> AFSAs, uh, Flight Standards Agency, DISA, DLA, CEIG, I mean, it just goes on and on. Valued mission partners that call Tinker home. That's what makes Tinker so unique. All of these strategic missions that we have stationed right here within our small gated community that we call home uh, to Tinker Air Force Base. But, you know, Jillian, one of the things that we couldn't do any of this without the community support that we have. We've got wonderful community partners around uh, surrounding us. We're surrounded by three different cities, Oklahoma City, Midwest City, Dale City, and of course we've got neighbors that extend 
just a few miles outside of the gate, you can go, go to many more cities that, uh, that we live and we call and, uh, and communicate as great neighbors mm -hmm. with us. So we do it as, as a community, as a family, nestled right here at Tinker Air Force Base. So as you said, Tinker is celebrating its 76th year. Last year was mm -hmm. a really big year for the installation. Um, your first year in command, year and a half, we'll say, was, was full of events and <laughs> uh, milestones that we, we covered both within the installation and with the city of Midwest City. Um, that's kind of par for the course in this job and on this role. There's like a million miles a minute. You know, you're go, go, go all the time. Um, what is next? What's, what's ahead on your radar? Oh, we're not slowing down. <laughs> we're not slowing down. I mean, it, it, it has been an amazing um, 18 months. I can't believe it. I have to pinch myself. I mean, Chief and I came in together into the, into the airbase wing, and it's been amazing. But we have great things in store. Chief just talked about the fact that we've got a wonderful motivational speaker coming up in mm -hmm. uh, Eric Thomas. You can Google him. And on the 7th of December, that's going to take place. But when you look at the other major milestones we've got coming up, I'd say that the one that we probably want to start uh, talking about and getting people excited about is our air and space show, yes. so the air show. Yes. Air show is going to take place on the 1st and 1st and 2nd of June in 2019. And last, uh, when we had our last air show in May of 2017, we had over 247,000 people to see that. There were spectators that, that came out. Record breaking. Mm -hmm. uh, on day one, we ended up having to close the base uh, due to some wet weather, one of our you know, parking lots that had about a thousand spots, we had to, couldn't use that one because the weather was wet prior to, prior to the, uh, the gates opening due to the, the weather that came in. But with that amount of participation, we expect to exceed that coming forward. We've got the Blue Angels that are coming along with many other air acts and ground acts that are going to come uh, to help us celebrate our air show. So mark your calendars. Absolutely. One to two I know just you know, I know a lot of people were looking forward to that this year, thinking it was in every, an annual event. <laughs> right. And so I know the hype is there. So thank you for catching this episode of Tinker Talks. What do you want to know? Who do you want to hear from? We want to know what you think. So find us on social media at Tinker Air Force Base. <laughs>